Live from Gil Silva Family Studio in Salinas, California, the salad bowl of the world. Welcome to the podcast designed to inspire the only one built with ganas. You're going to work harder than you ever worked before. And the only thing I ask from you is ganas, desire, haircut. If you don't have the ganas, I will give it to you because I'm an expert. From the founders of Gill Basketball Academy that empowers youth to play hard, work hard, study hard, and overcome obstacles. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. You want something, go get it. Period. Real interviews with real people about real life. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And now it's time for Ganas, leading from the heart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ganas, leading from the heart. I am Jose Gill, coach, teacher, father, husband, and lifelong believer in Ganas, which translate to desire. Today on the show, we have Amparo Jauregui Saldana, but my co-host first is my Beautiful, lovely wife, Eva. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited about today because uh, we have a very inspirational uh, person, a personal friend uh, here with us today, Amparo. Amparo. Amparo is an amazing person, and you're going to get to meet her. And we've been talking about the power of personal stories here um, during our podcast because those personal stories really inspire us and help us to keep going. And uh, Amparo, if you would please today tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, where you grew up, uh, tu familia, um, so that we can get to know you a little better first. Well, first of all, thank you, guys. I am humbly honored to be part of this podcast. Um, So my story is that I was uh, born in Mexico to a big Mexican family of uh, 11. Um, And we... Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How was that? Yes. Amazing. You know, uh, five girls and uh, six boys. So it was... quite an experience it's, it's something that um is very rare now right yes mm-hmm. yes so we um we immigrated uh to the united states um slowly my dad was a bracero and my older brothers and sisters came with him um first and then uh, by the by 1982 the rest of us were all here living in madera california and my dad would come actually to Salinas and work here. And so he knows all of this area. And sometimes when he comes to visit me, he's like, Mira esa boronda antes era puro filas, mija. He knows those roads better than we do, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he does. He truly does because he worked all the fields, you know, up and down this valley. So, um, so he would commute and, and we got established as a family in Madera, California. And so I ended up uh, going to elementary school and high school there and graduated there. And then I ended up going to college and finishing up at Fresno State. And, um, you know, several experiences in life later, I met my husband and um, he's a native of Salinas. 
and uh, we moved around quite a bit, but ended up uh, uh, settling here. And we've been here for God, almost 12 years now. Wow, the power couple. Because uh, Amparo's husband Aldo is is also an amazing person, uh, um, just like just like she is. Thank um, you. He and, he's definitely been part of the team. Like you know, we we are a team, and and I'm just honored that you know I have a partner that that has always supported me, and and yes. you know, uh, just when you have a partner that that helps you grow and and you know treats you as an equal and and really respects you for what you want to do and, and you support each other, great things can happen, right? Yes. And I believe that, you know, that's one of the biggest choices that we're going to make in life is, you know, when you choose your life partner. And so um, I'm glad you're mentioning that because it is very important for the youth to hear that, right? That, you know, you need to select a partner that's going to support you in, in your dreams and support you when you're down in every aspect of life. So thank you for sharing right. that. And what's your profession, Amparo? If you could tell us, please. I am currently a teacher. I have been teaching um, for the last 10 years. And I actually happened to jump into teaching because that was not really my um, college uh, studies. I actually uh, majored in psychology and biology. Oh, wow. And yeah, and, um, and I... Teaching was not part of my plan previously, but, um, you know, in, in, in mentioning that I have a great partner that's always supported me, when when we got married and I and we had our kids, you know, I told them that one of my priority things was to stay home with my boys so that I can uh, raise them and be part of uh, their lives in their early foundational years. And he supported that, and so... I, I I stayed home and and uh, you know just tried to be the real best role model for them and, and keep them active and doing things and then before you know it I ended up uh, volunteering in their schools uh, elementary and since I was already credentialed uh, the teachers started asking me asking me to sub for them <laughs> and as a substitute teacher it worked out really nice for me I could be with my kids at school and then I can also take on a part-time job, which eventually I had one mentor, um, Margarita Palacios, um, who was the principal then, and she's like, Amparo, you're such a natural at this. You just need to go get your credential. Why haven't you got it? Da-da-da-da. Me regañaba. Pero bien regañaba. And so she motivated me. And uh, because of her, I went ahead and pursued my teaching credential. And... Um, I have been teaching ever since, and I started as a third grade teacher. Although I, I, I gotta brag that I taught all the grades from K through six. Oh. Did a little bit of middle school and a couple of substitute classes at Alisal High. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, I ended up teaching, and then I taught science class for five years. And right now, the past few years, I've chosen to go back to teach third grade. Great. You mentioned uh, um, raising your two uh, young uh, boys, and and to to, I've known them as scholar athletes uh, for since since they were they, they started in our academy right years ago when they were you know little kids. Um, but what advice do you have for parents out there 
um, to raise kids to be yet scholar athletes, very talented, but yet humble? You know, um, it's been a combination of things, I think. Yeah. Um, again, you know, having the support of a husband that said, yeah, go ahead and stay home. And I think because I had a little bit of a psychology background and, and kind of understood how important those first years of their life would be to have some stability and somebody that, you know, models good things for them, right? Um, but after, you know, I've had an awesome support system. You know, we call it a village, you know, a group of people around us, whether it's family, friends, uh, teachers, organizations um, that help, you know, shape and build our, our children, you know, because our children end up being a product of who surrounds them, right? Their environment. And um, I think, you know, my boys, you know, early on, we, we emphasize that their education to them was going to be important. So I, you know, one of the first things I started doing when they were small is started exposing them to reading books. I would let them explore at home and I said, you know, experiments, experimentals with the dirt and play outside and all the things that sometimes we're afraid to let them do so that they can build confidence. Um, and then, you know, just having routines for them, knowing that they had a routine that they had to get up and read and then go take a break, maybe do some activity. Once we were in school, um, you know, we always emphasized to them that teachers, teachers were so important to them. They had to respect them. They had to show, um, you know, that they were there because that's their job. We have a job to go out and make money. Well, their job is to learn. And coming home, they had to do all their homework before they had any activities, you know, to do whether it was an after-school activity like karate or having to go to baseball or basketball practice. They knew that they couldn't go to basketball practice if they didn't have their homework done. Mm. So um, the the academic was the priority, and then their reward was kind of like being part of this other activity that was kind of going to be fun. And, and all, you know, them being, you know, seeing that, that academics was going to be the, a priority, that let them to say, okay, I need to focus on my mom and my dad. They have high expectations on me, you know, and we helped them through to, to gain that knowledge through what we could. But the teachers was, were such amazing influence. You know, they had awesome teachers that just, uh, have challenged them and recognized that, you know, they, that if you give kids high expectations, a lot of these kids, they're going to meet them. Yeah, and course. that's one of the things that I enjoy most about it, being a teacher, that I, I see a lot of my students grow because you give them high expectations. And, you know, the coaches, coaches, we always told our boys, coaches are here and they are taking time from their personal life you know, to be here and volunteer for them to show you something. So you treat them with respect. You pay attention. You try your hardest because, you know, we we know that they're going to be, and slowly on their own, they started realizing that one of the, the coaches, they're here to not just teach us, like, the physical sport, but a lot of you, these coaches, you, you know, yourself and others have taught them about, Formanship, good character, 
um, you know, life experiences and lessons. And I think because of that, all these factors have helped shape my boys and who they are. And one important thing that my husband, you know, started telling the boys early on was every time you're done with the practice, I want you to go to go up to your uh, coach and shake their hand and say, thank you, coach. Thank you for your time. And, you know, sometimes they forget to do it and stuff, but, you know, we, we would be looking out for making sure that they're thanking their coaches because they have guided them um, to become who they are. You know, another thing is that I think we've, we've, we also challenged our kids in taking their feedback and also giving them a sense of choice and a sense of freedom in the decisions that they're going to make so that they could have a buy-in into what they were doing. Because if I, I, I felt like when I was just giving them things to do, they questioned it and they kind of like, why do I have to do it? No, 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 no. But if you give them choice and then if you give them a sense of like, you know, this is what I'm gonna also going to work for because it's going to benefit me, then they too, um, you know, they'll learn and they'll learn from their mistakes. Sense of ownership. Yes. Very well said. And, you know, as you're mentioning that you let them uh, choose what, so what was your plan in raising them to be involved in sports and activities? Like, what was that process like for you? Like you said at the beginning, maybe you were kind of choosing them at the beginning, and then you realized that it's time for them to choose. But can you explain that process yes. for us a little further? For sure, for sure. So my husband loves baseball, and I love basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we thought, okay, well, these are the sports they're going to focus in. But along the way, we saw that they had other interests, too. And so um, even though we would love for them to be, you know, just focused on one sport or what have you, you know, when we saw that, wait a minute, why not help them explore other things also? Um, so, for example, um, my, my oldest son, he, instead of when he got to eighth grade, instead of playing baseball, he said, I don't want to play baseball anymore. And he said, I'm going to go play tennis just because I'm going to be hanging out with my friends. Little did he know that he was going to really enjoy tennis. And he ended up playing tennis for the next four years in high school and doing really well at it, you know? Weren't they um, champs? Wasn't the team, didn't they get a, a, a league championship one year? For the first time in Alisa High First time in the history oh. of Alisa High School, oh. right? Yes. yes. Right. <laughs> So, so, you know, giving him, you know, and even though that we were like tennis, are you sure? Why, what are you going to go do playing tennis? <laughs> but, um, you well, know, well, giving what do you mean? him that you choice. His, his dad didn't show him the backstroke or anything like that? He, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't have daddy there. <laughs> it's just not in our, it wasn't in that our culture, was so, right? It wasn't in our culture to the, play, grow up playing tennis in the Mexican culture, right? Let's be honest and exactly the courage so, that he you had know, to try something new wow. yeah and that exactly. goes to show so you having... Amparo, you know like that confidence that you both instilled in them since they were young you know gave them that that um confidence to continue and to try something new i mean 14 year old 15 year olds have such a hard time to try something new everything is 
you know, fear keeps you from doing things. And so, you know, that's amazing to try tennis is such an individual sport as well, right? It's so different from, you know, baseball and basketball. Right, right. And, and you know, just having them realize that if, um, I think one of the things was, okay, if you guys are going to try something, we're going to let you go out and explore it and stuff. But if you're going to start something, then we're going to have you finish it don't just kind of give up along the way, you know, because even if you end up not enjoying it, somehow there's going to be some lesson that you learn from that. Right. Yes. And we also agree with that uh, tremendously. Uh, You start something, you got to finish it. And uh, if anything, you know, parents out there listening, uh, you know, you do as you want with your kids, of course, but um, here's a perfect example of uh, what works. And, uh, um, you know, kids, like you said, you know, they'll raise to the level of your expectations. And uh, you guys have set that bar high, and I'm sure you continue to do so. Um, you you personally, Amparo, are involved in many, many things. I know you, you're an active member in our basketball academy. Uh, you are a board member, um, volunteer, extraordinaire. And then we converted you to a coach, and you've done a, a phenomenal job as a coach. And I think uh, it looks like you really enjoy it, you know. Um, but what other things are you involved in and, and what drives you? What, what's your motivation, your, your, your passion to, to, to volunteer um, in things that you believe in that are going to make a difference in the community? Yes. So I, I love doing GBA, and that's why I have continued for the 10 years. But I don't know if you guys remember when I started, I was just sitting on the bench watching all of you guys, right? Yes. <laughs> and when I was watching, when I was watching you guys, I'm like, taking notes. What are they doing? Right. What are they doing wrong? I don't like right? this. I don't like that. <laughs> no, no. I, I actually, you know, um, sometimes it's just like where you see a need and stuff. And, and, you know, um, I thought, well, you know, I could be doing that too. Why not? I could be helping. And, um, I personally, I didn't grow up, uh, playing sports. I didn't have that luxury. I wasn't part of organized sports um, uh, because, you know, I, ha- I had that big family going to school, different factors, right? Yeah. So but when I came into GBA, it kind of, you know, it started to replace my family that I left in Fresno that I don't get to see all year long and stuff. And so bond- bonding the friendships and what have you, um, I think like, you know, giving the sense of giving back to my community and volunteering, like some of the things that I, that I, I started volunteering, you know, full time with like the kids in their classroom. I, I remember, you know, some of the teachers like, okay, can you help me cut papers or grade? And okay, yes, I'll do it. And then I, get this, Jose, I actually would teach art to like kinder through second, third grade wow. students because but but I am a not jack an of artist all at all. Yeah, huh? I, <laughs> como, hey, wait, no, no, hold, because, hold on, hold on. Como dicen en español, a todo le, a todo le tira, nada le pega, or, or how is this? Yes, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'll do it. I actually do it. would just, I learned, I would learn the videos, uh, watch a CD and videos, and then I would go and, and just teach uh, the lessons on art. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. See, but, that's uh, where your kids get that fearless paint. personality, Amparo. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, ask me to paint something now, and I can't paint. <laughs> Come over to the house, I'll teach you. But, uh, yeah, no, um, and you know, and then, you know, being part of their PTO, because, the more involved I was in their school, the more 
it gave them confidence the more um and then slowly i began to be part of the school site councils which i always recommend parents like if they want to be involved in school and know what's happening and and influence uh you know what can happen in a larger scale be part of a school site council because a lot of decisions and a lot of information comes through to you that will benefit our our students and the families in our community so um i now i'm still part of school site council at alisal and then through that um i was asked to be a board trustee so i'm a board trustee for the santa rita union school district wow. And now at that level, I feel like the choices that I make make a bigger impact than just in one school, but, you know, a more of a, a whole district. So I, I have a deep sense of commitment to wanting, and I don't know where this comes from, but I just want to help others. I want to be a voice for others, um, you know, and I think the, the common factor in all the things that I do in volunteering is just knowing that I I feel like somebody has to represent those that can't be represented. And um, somehow I developed that courage. And I, I kind of want to say that I, I give a lot of credit to GBA for helping me build, you know, a little sense of confidence with, uh, with you know, having a voice and being heard and then knowing that I can make that voice heard at a larger scale. You're truly involved in every aspect, Amparo. That's so admirable, you know. Um, you've taken so much time to be involved in um, through the school site council, through, um, and now a board member. And, you know, I'm telling you, you know, you're just impacting more and more lives by, by doing this. And at the same time, you know, that confidence and that courage that you have to speak out, you know, you're being that example for the youth, you're being that example for your own kids, you're being that example for, for us, for other adults. So thank you for all the work that you do in the community. Um, uh, I'm, hu I'm humbled. I'm humbled to, to try and, and help and, and, you know, whether I'm trying to help at a big scale or something smaller, you know, sometimes it's it just as much rewarding to do something bigger for the community as like I have a, a small group of co-workers teachers that when you know when the holidays come we we all get together and sponsor a family and 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 you know something even as small as that it just you know it, it's rewarding yes it is and so during this time um you know during the pandemic we know we have many uh, families uh, struggling and you know a lot of um, issues maybe at home what advice would you give um, to parents out there that are struggling to connect with their own kids um, through these difficult times you know what what might be some you know ideas for them sure um yeah it's it's been a toll on everybody um you know families, uh, personally, you know, um, I think because I have such a big family, um, when my husband and I started talking about this and my couple of sisters, you know, we've already seen way too many people affected by, by, by the pandemic and some in a very negative way, you know, some that have lost loved ones and stuff. So, um, you know, trying to keep things into perspective 
has been very helpful for us. My boys, you know, um, you know, the oldest one graduated and lost out their last part of the senior year. And, you know, it was tough for them, but emotionally, but then, you know, we have a really good open communication with them where we let them express their emotions, their feelings. But at the same time, you know, as we are talking through these conversations, somehow we end up coming back to the sense that despite a lot that's going on, um, and, and it was sometimes a realization that came to my boys on their own, that, that they're very blessed. And because we, you know, we still have a roof, we have food, um, you know, my husband and I still have our jobs. And then they begin to compare themselves to some of their friends and their families. And maybe, you know, at a, at a bigger point, because, you know, we've traveled with GBA to so many parts of the world, and this is something that's affecting everybody in the world, then they start thinking of people in a world view in other countries. And so a sense of, of, of grounding them has been that, okay, yes, this is a very difficult time, but yet at, at the same time, we're blessed because, you know, um, we're, we still have our health and, and we still have a lot that a lot of other families do not have and a lot of other kids don't have, you know? Um, also, I think, you know, trying to stay active um, we are very outdoorsy people and we like to go hiking and running and biking and, and then in the home, you know, cuando estamos encerrados, for sure, you know, have my, you know, my son, oh, mom, read this book and then we'll talk about it or let's, you know, cook, we're going to cook together, um, doing family projects around the house together, uh, just doing different activities that actually, in, in some sense, you know, this time has also brought us closer as a family where we're now a lot of the times we sit down and have dinners, whereas before we couldn't because we were so busy with the sports yes. and travel yeah. and games, right? Yes. I think uh -huh. many of us can relate to Same that, right? Here. yes. You know, and, and that's a, that's a, that's, very well said and, and so true for many of us. Um, was there any, was there ever a pivotal point in your life where something just triggered inside of you? And I know you said that there was a, um, a principal that saw something in you to become a teacher and go back to school. But um, anything growing up, um, that uh, childhood experience that Maybe you now reflect back and said, man, my calling was to be an educator and to give back and to impact, um, help others. Um, anything, Amparo, that, that you think uh, yeah. you can remember? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you know what? I, um, I too, had some very um, teachers that helped me uh, realize that, you know what, um, I have a love for something. And... Um, I know as girls, you know, we tend to steer away from certain subjects, but um, I, I loved my science teachers. They were always so involving and, um, and, and creative and what have you. And so I really end up, ended up liking like my chemistry class and my biology classes. And, yes. and those teachers really, you know, sparked an interest in me and the way they taught they were always so interactive and 
you know, animated and what have you, so that they made the, the class interesting. And I feel that when I teach, I, you know, it's almost like I'm putting up a show for my students because I become this whole yes. different character <laughs> so that they can stay interested. But um, I, I think those the positive role models and, and for girls, you know, girls don't go into STEM careers and sciences and stuff like that. So um, I like that. I like to think that when I'm teaching, I, you know, I'm trying to influence uh and I'm, I'm kind of being biased, even though I have voice, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of always targeting my students that are girls because we have um, this stigma that girls don't like, you know, STEM related mm, yes. stuff. And, and so, I mean, like I said earlier on with the boys, I would just let them experiment and, and do all these things that a lot of parents would say, I know, and so I think... Andale. And I and I think that triggered them to continue to love sciences and both of them right now, you know, are focusing, you know, further in their education with sciences. And so um, uh, the positive impact that I have because of some of those teachers that that just made me love have a love for learning and, and, and science and, you know, science is like so cool because it's such a subject of curiosity and observation and and doing all kinds of different things that at the same time you can apply those things to a lot of aspects in your life wow this has been a very powerful uh, podcast uh having you on part on the show um you're an amazing uh example of what uh what someone with a huge heart can do to impact um, a lot of people, including ourselves, you know, we're, we're big fans of yours. And so um, that's uh, one of the reasons why we had you on our podcast, because we wanted to share, share what we know of, of you with, with the world. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, you know, Ganas is the name of our show and you exemplify that perfectly um, as an involved mother um, and wife. Um, and uh, thank you for, for, sharing your story with us it's uh it's once again i mean every every time uh, i just listen to you speak you you pump me up you motivate me to you know keep on going and try to explore different things right and you, you know? gave uh, a lot of us parents ideas on how to build confidence in our kids how to connect with them how to help them you know to go on move on you know if you fall down, you get up and you keep going. And so thank you for sharing a very intimate part of your life with us. It was truly inspiring. Yeah. And now is it carne asada yeah. time? Are you we're, hungry? We're, we're going to move on to our, you know, kind of right, uh, wrap this session up with our carne asada talk. And you know how we barbecue over here. We do, we're, we're social people, right? We, we love to hang out and, and, uh, as we, as we cook, talk and, you know, debate certain things, right? So this next uh, portion of our of our podcast is about you know some quick fire questions that we're gonna throw at you and uh, oh, we're gonna grill you, didn't you. we're gonna grill you yeah, <laughs> yeah. so we, we didn't warn you on this one but um it's just got us just us <laughs> that talk just us just kind of hanging out and talking so Eva you're gonna start off with the awesome. first one and then I'll go from there and you can't Siri this and and look for the answer you gotta go <laughs> speak straight from the heart okay okay right. so you gotta work out would you rather run eight miles or lift weights for 40 minutes? Oh, you know I'm going to uh, run eight miles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. How about 
Uh, favorite movie right now? Or of all time? Favorite movie? Oh, uh, of all time? Um, the Sandlot. Okay. Oh, I love that movie. Disneyland or Six Flags? Six Flags. Yeah. I'm a I'm a adrenaline junkie. You love the big rides there. Oh, okay, okay. Salsa. Yeah, I remember I jumped off a I I I I, I uh, skydived off a That's right. That's off right. Of Monterey. It, it, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Um salsa or cumbias? Oh, salsa. Okay. Salsa but I can but I but I'm better at dancing cumbias but I like the music to salsa. <laughs> ah, okay. Camarones a la diabla or cocktail de camarón? Oh. That's a hard one. <laughs> I know you're can a I foodie. <laughs> oh, you know I'm a big foodie. I know. Um, este, I, I, I would combine, I would add the, the salsita de camarones a la diabla to the cocktail. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. We gotta add I am a foodie. I am a foodie. You are a foodie. <laughs> okay, would you rather skydive or go into a cage with the sharks? You already heard me. No, I want to go into the cage with the sharks because I already skydived. Oh, no. Oh, okay. You know, that was a little personal yeah. question there, right? That was, that was, that was Josue wanted us to ask you that question because he said there's a personal story behind it. So I love it. I love it. Yes, the, the, the skydiving is how we got engaged. Uh, that, that's what he said. That's what he said. So I don't know if you heard about mm -hmm. our Mongo story, but that's another podcast in its own. Um, this, this, is, this is about you right now, okay? So That'll be our love okay. podcast. Huh? Yeah. Here's, here's our final one. Our final one is, uh, it's got to be quick within one second, okay? Okay. Minute Maid or Martinelli's? Oh, Martinelli's 100%. That's not even in a fact, question. <laughs> oh, my God. In fact, in fact, Lexus uh, is here to, to, to know that, that I answered it correctly. Uh, Mr. Martinelli's? Yeah, Where is he? Where is he? We, we, we got to get, get him on the show one day, okay? We got we, we to we get him on the show. Is he there with you right now? He, he's being shy. He's being shy? Oh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get him on. Uh, but... Um, Wow, this has been this has been an amazing podcast, um, and I know it's gonna parents out there and just um, our our people in our academy, people around the world that are gonna listen to our our podcast are gonna benefit a lot from what you have to offer, Amparo, and the stories that you had to share with us, and the advice, and the you know the wisdom. Thank you from the bottom of our well, heart for it. Yeah, muchísimas gracias. Yeah, no, thank amazing. you guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I like I said at the beginning, I'm humbled. And you know, Jose, when you when you talked about the ganas uh, being the theme of the show, it it just you know I guess my my little two cents on that is that you know I came from Mexico in second grade. I didn't speak any English. Um, you know, for some reason I learned it fast within like the first five months, and and then you know managed to go on and graduate high school, finish school and college. Now, you know, do something that I love uh, as a teacher, not because of how we get paid, but because of the impact yes, that we have on students yes. and, and, and uh, on society on, uh, as a whole. So I, I know that my ganas, you know, if, if I can do it, then a lot of girls and boys out there that have a similar story to me with, with me, you know, 
with muchas, con muchas ganas. Con muchas sí se ganas, puede hacer. ¿verdad? Sí, puedes sí llegar puede. a hacer todo lo que quieras. Yeah. Uh -huh. Wow, wow, powerful. And that's our show today. We'd like to thank Amparo Jauregui Saldaña for being on our show. From our family to yours, con ganas, leading from the heart. My heritage is deep in my veins, blood of a king, not different than most. I come from a long line of hustlers, we dig from the dirt, no need to boast. My heritage taught me to fight, they move in their brains while they bust in their back. My heritage made me a wolf, I'm ready for battle as I leave my pack. My head held high cause I'm proud of my roots, my heritage. It gave me a boost, gave me a boost to the top, now I'm fair that we running from the cops. Now this is America, no sounds of surprise. They go on the news and spread it with lies. Truth of the evils in different forms, the rich can get richer, bro is a norm. History repeats itself, that's how it goes. Trump signing bills, and I call it Jim Crow's. What's up, it's the fan, we still got each other, I trust in my neighbor. Just like my brother, our heritage taught us the power of unity. We always on top as we got community, and I take that over money any day. We stick together, our problems gonna fade away. My heritage taught me when there's a will, there's a way. We need to find that way. My heritage, my heritage, my heritage. It taught me to hustle, my heritage, my heritage, my heritage. It taught me to fight, my heritage.